into the Hey, guys. I don't know what you call yourself doing, but if you thought that was going... It is, because I don't, they, don't need to, they don't care about my obsession with the the fabled... and I mean, not fabled. The uh, the famed movie. What is it? The Goonies. The Goonies. It is a, a classic, but that has nothing to do with the paranormal. Hey, guys. Again. This but is Walter... And Tiki. I'm not even going to say it like that. Real I wasn't ghost stories like that. I wasn't, by real people. I was going to say this real ghost stories by real people. This real ghost stories by real people. <laughs> it don't matter how she was going. She was going to say, hi guys, this is Tiki. And I was going to say, and, and Walter. Walter. And then she was going to say, and this is real ghost stories by, by real, real people. people. <laughs> All extra. But I'm not going to say it like that. So, hey, we have not been on, but we have tried. Don't we even... have tried like four or five times. The first three times. Everything we uploaded, I mean, it was it was hilarious stuff. We had good bits, good material. We did one about uh, Madame Dalfi Lalaurie, and mm-hmm. we just roasted this cunt because she. <laughs> the things we read to you guys were horrible, and you will. I'm so glad if you don't know the story, you won't know it, because I don't feel like <laughs> redoing that whole hour worth of just draining energy. Her entire story was horrible from front to beginning, <laughs> from beginning to end. I mean, it was just it was just bad. Nothing about, I mean, it wasn't one good part. I mean, it was a few funny parts, like morbid stuff, like her, you know, carving somebody's skin until it resembles no, a, a, it's a, a caterpillar, caterpillar and breaking somebody's bones and resetting them until they, re, they resembled a crab. That was funny. <laughs> Anybody would laugh at that. That was not funny. I but we laughed. Oh, I laughed. I mean, because I'm sorry. I didn't see it in real life. I'm sure if you've seen that in real life, you've seen somebody, like, get their bones snapped and re-put in place. That'd probably be then terrifying. Then it would be terrifying. But to hear it, it's like, come on. It's like hearing a, that an old lady fell down the stairs. Your first reaction is not, oh, old lady. It's like. <laughs> no, it is not. It's not. That's just No, me. that's just you. Let me find that's out. Bad. some. Somebody say an old lady fell down the stairs. Like, the first it's thing the context you think I'm a, in what you do. Okay. I'm going to tell you, uh, so this old lady was at the like the grocery store, and she was just being super obnoxious. She was kind of racist. like she was <laughs> So and, why would you do all that? You're doing all that. You're doing the most. And like she, she's walking down the aisle like after like she basically cussed out one of the stalkers, and, like called them all kind of racist names, like started chanting, build that wall, build that wall. Mm-hmm. And then you know, like she walks like a couple of steps, and... She slips on this huge puddle of I don't know what, but she went flat on her ass. I'm talking about like her skirt rose, like her dress. <laughs> now that's funny. Rose up over and now she's that would wearing be funny. granny panties. Now that the way you said it, now that would be See, funny. It's the context of what you said it when you were reading it. You were like, so her, so she resembled a caterpillar. <laughs> and then you were like, and she reset her arms so that she would resemble a crab. <laughs> One man had his intestines ripped out. And strapped around his waist like a belt. <laughs> I'm not gonna laugh at that, cause in my mind I have a I have like a a picture type mind. When you say things, I see it. Like in my head, I seen like it was intestines. Like I'm seeing his stomach open. It's gory, but it's no like no different than Wes Craven's scream. And then I'm like seeing her slap the like, and they just wrap around him tight. And it's his intestines, but it's holding up his slacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I that's can't not help funny. it, that's but that's not neither funny. here nor there. That is <clears throat> funny. Okay, so today's episode is about what? Black-eyed children. Okay. 
So, so I don't know. Are you familiar with black-eyed children, Freckles? Um, I am, but I'm not really not like that. Right. I've just heard a couple stories and seen a couple shows. So I don't think anybody really like a bunch of people guess what they are, like why it is. Like some I've heard some people say they're vampires. Other people said they're they're hybrids. But either way, I don't. I think it's this certain highway, or it might be like it's a certain state or states that this happens in. I don't know how many of them it is. It could be all the states. But supposedly, like, you're driving down a, a dark road. Like, I'm about to give you that Golden Girls. Picture it. <laughs> Sicily. Um, Colorado, 2018. You're driving along a desolate road. Not really desolate. There's a gas station up ahead. You pull off. You get you you, you see you're running low on gas. You, you, you stop off. You go inside. You pay for your gas. You go back outside. You're pumping your gas. You pump your gas, you get in your car, and you're about to go. Right as you're about to go, your, 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 your vision kills to the left, and you notice, like, some teenagers. Mm -hmm. One looks older than the other. So it's probably, like, a 15-year-old and a 12-year-old. Mm -hmm. And they're oh, two boys. They're both dressed in all black, wearing black hoodies. So you can't really see their face. They come up to the car and... Why the car moving? Mind you, it's late night. It's like 2 and 3 in the morning. Oh, where you at? A gas so you're station? Wondering, yeah, but you're still wondering, what in the hell are they doing out here at 2, 3 in the morning? So they walk up to the car, and immediately you get this sense of, don't roll down the window. Oh. What do they want? And you just talking to them from outside the window, and then they begin to say creepy things. Like, they ask you, can you, um, could you, we, we live right up the road. We lost, like, our, 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 our phones or something, so we couldn't call our mom. Do you mind giving us a ride home? And you're like, you don't want to give them a ride home, but it's kids. But something inside of you is telling you, no, I don't give these kids no ride, no ride home. Right. Then they start to throw in little stuff. We're not going to hurt you or anything. And then. That immediately is a red right. flag for me. But I have heard experiences of people each time. Like, this is not a one-time thing. I think, like, every story I've heard the person has experienced feeling almost driven. Like, one man, he was reaching. Like, he caught his hand. He took notice of the fact that his hand was going to the door handle on its own, and, and so he he they, they, he from that he got like they have like these hypnotic abilities almost. Mm. Another lady was great. Opened her her front door. They, they have been known to walk up to people's house. Mm. And then the the big thing is when you really look at them, like when they finally lift their heads, mm -hmm. their entire eye is pitch black. So when it's do they no ever? White. When do they ever just lift their heads? Sometimes they do it right after they start talking to you, like right after they get deep in the conversation and they start asking you oh, for a so ride home. Oh, so that's when they think that they got you now, huh? Yeah, so it's like just the one like... lady, they asked to use her phone, and and no, they asked for her to drive them to their mom's house, to their house, and she's like, "No, I can let you see my cell phone, and you can call your mom." He's like, "Why? Can't you just give us a ride. We're not going to do anything to you." And they looked up, and her eyes were, like, pitch black. One lady, they was at her front door. So I don't know what they are. I just know that's a creepy phenomenon. I know I wouldn't want to personally experience that. But also, I kind of would, because my hand's not going to go to the door now because I'm prepared for it. Like, I want it to happen to a person that's prepared for it. <laughs> I would be scared, but I will also have a good time because, it's from what I hear, they don't force themselves on you. I, I guess you have to... Like except so when they do, what what, what is the outcome? No, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll find out. I don't know. We would have to research other stories, but I don't because I don't personally know. I know you're well, not getting in my car. I know you're not getting in my house. I have some stories here. And if I had a gun, 
you get away from my door and my door. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd blow you away. Especially when you look up with soulless black eyes. I don't give a damn if you look five years old. Once you look up at me and you don't have no whites, <laughs> you're unhuman. Okay. It means you're not right. So we want to start you're with... You're not a member of the human race. <laughs> okay? You're no homo sapien. You are something other. Okay, so the best place to start the journey of stories is at the beginning in 1988. That was the beginning? I wasn't even a thought. Brian Bethel was approached by two priests. Oh, 1988. I'm sorry to interrupt your story. But this was going on right when... It was the 3rd of November. Don't start that, please. That's just like I said. Play about their dad dying and people making life. <laughs> and I don't think it's funny because 1988 was a bad year for me. I know, right. My father passed away and don't start that mess. It was the 3rd of November. You're still doing that. A day this is what I be talking November. about. Listeners, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, <laughs> listeners. I have ADHD. Okay. What do you want? The best place to start the journey of stories is at the beginning. In 1988, Brian Bethel was approached by two preteens who wanted to ride home in front of the movie theater. Bethel felt the situation was bizarre, and once he saw their eyes, he felt immense fear and a fight-or-flight response. Mm, that's what they say. The children were especially eloquent and yeah, almost... I mean, they, was, they came up to you, they was talking proper. They was bougiest. And almost didn't sound like kids, mm. but instead refined adults. When Bethel hesitated to let them in the car, one of them became overly persistent and angry, which then prompted Bethel to start his car and drive away. Okay, so this is another one. A man was spending his weekend camping in a remote location by the beach. He was preparing a fire when he was approached... They said, okay, when he was approached by two young men, probably in their teens, asking if they could share his tent for the evening. <clears throat> First of all, that's a no-no. Because what kind of stuff are y'all into? A, I'm a grown man, <laughs> and you're two teenage boys. So legally, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> no, I know. Okay. That's not a okay. good idea. Okay, so just get away from my tent, bro. So the man had been alone in the woods last he checked. So he immediately felt uncomfortable, especially when he saw the boy's eyes, which were, of course, black. He retreated to his tent, but for the remainder of the night, he was tortured and subjected to the be to the begs of the boys wanting to be let in. So oh what they God, vampires? Man, I don't know, but they got to, they got to, you got to let them in. You see? Oh, that like that movie. You ever seen that night. movie, let, let Me In? For the, that, he said for the remainder of the night. You just sitting there, please. Can we come? Wait, oh, but if it's so scared, like uh -uh. Gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna get on my satellite phone and call the police, and we're all gonna have a fucked up weekend. Cause I came out here to do a little fishing, perhaps grab a little light breeze, and what do I find myself in? But some sort of hostage situation <laughs> by children with demonic, soulless black eyes. What, so that's Clearly, what once I see that you're not gonna physically force your way in, I'm gonna let you know why you're not coming in. This is not presentable. I mean, if by chance you are vampires who you're trying to, and you're trying to look for your midnight meal, this is not the way to do it. <laughs> this is not smart. You keep your goddamn head down the entire time you talking to a regular human if you know your eyes are soulless and black. Yeah, you know that what? right there immediately turns me off, and then you're out here in the middle of the night. They, whoever's breeding you things need to make y'all adults, because children are not 
normally outside <laughs> at three, four in the morning alone. In and, the, and then in the and woods. then you out here talking to a strange man, asking him to share his tent. So that's no home training. <laughs> that's another red flag for like for regular homies. You know, regular Homo sapiens, humans. We we got red flags being thrown up. You're not. You don't behave normally. Mm-mm. You you say backward stuff. Let me in your car. I'm not going to hurt you. In my mind, I've heard. Let me in your car. I'm or, probably going to stab you or up. Or I'm going to hurt you. Okay, yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> let me. Or I'm going to hurt or you. I'm gonna hurt you. Let me in the car, and when you do, yeah, you better be running for it's your not life. Like we're, we're not going to do anything to you. We're going to do. Everything we're going to do everything possible to you. Everything to you. you can imagine. Terrifying is going to happen to you tonight. Yeah. No. I just need to go down the road. So day. you can go down the road and bury me somewhere? Yeah. I you done did all sorts of demonic things to me? No. Yeah, he did not say that it was like half the night that they sat out there. He said for the remainder, remainder of the night. So like, Dude, I would have even been scared to open my... Like, imagine off, trying to zipper your... Okay, zip, like, and I, you would pray oh that you had to zipper that zips from the inside. Was that the one? I'm hoping it was. But even if... In my mind, they got knives. They could gash this bad boy open. Just start like, beating it with yeah. wood and set it oh on fire. God. That had oh to be so terrifying. That was so terrifying him. I would have said it. What are y'all? I've. Oh, my God. I heard about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? So, okay, check it. And in 2009, a Marine stationed at Camp. What is it? A Marine stationed at Camp Lejeune, I believe. Lejeune. Um... Okay, was paid a visit by two small children with the infamous black eyes. He was living in the barracks and was staying in for the evening. And he answered a knock at the door thinking it was his roommate. No, no. He was greeted by two black eyed kids. It was late. This one. Wait, what? It was late. This one on a military base. What were the kids doing there? As the Marine looked down and up. He saw that the kids had taken a step forward to, toward him. He instantly felt afraid and as if he was being hunted. It felt as if he was being hunted. He slammed the door shut, but it didn't stop. The kids continued to knock at the door and rattle the windows. When he asked his friends if they'd seen any of these kids the next morning, no one reported seeing a thing out of place. See, that's another thing. They say you get, you get that immediately. You get that immediate fight or flight response like you feel... Like you feel you need to, Get you need to room. run. Oh well, let me tell you. Cause like I don't understand. I'm, I'm so, that's why I went upstairs in that man room early. No, I don't understand why you. But why okay. I don't hear? Because why wouldn't you just put the? I didn't feel like that. Like you try to make things difficult while we doing a show. Now back to what I was saying. <laughs> that don't make no sense. They why didn't you, you just want to feel like well you rather have that? I, I don't feel like that. They say you immediately get that fight or flight. I'm sorry, listeners. They say you immediately get that deep fight or flight response. Like, yeah, adrenaline starts to pump. Like, I know me. When my adrenaline starts to pump, I start to get out of control. Like, my mouth. And you start scaring me. Like, I'm going to start yelling out blanket statements. Get away from me. Whatever they look like, I'm going to talk about. <laughs> get away from me. Get uh, get the hell away from my car. You short, tiny, whatever. They, yeah, whatever. I would just say, oh, my God, it's the black-eyed kids. Like, what do you want? What are you here for? What if they where just... Where are you? First of all, it's too many people that have heard stories, so yeah. why don't they talk? That's what I'm saying. Where are you? Where no, you like, when from? people... I know, like... It, it's because just, it probably don't happen to the people who would. Like, behind the safety of my car. Like, say you in the, you got your foot on the gas, my the car ain't really stopped. You ain't really stopped the car, but you slowed it down. But you, the car ain't off. So at any given time, you could hit that gas and we could just be down the road, peeled out. Mm-hmm. I would ask questions. Like, I'll roll down the window a taste. Not enough that you could even stick a finger through. 
but enough that we could make eye contact. And I don't even want to make eye contact. I do. I want to look you in those eyes. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to have that story for myself. Not when I'm alone and, like, not with a broken car. Like, I want to be in a car that I know work. Mm. <laughs> this is fresh off the lot. And, and you know, that, that, that type of situation. And I want to have friends in the car with me when it happens. Like, that's the only time I would like to see, like, a hitchhiker ghost or something like that. Mm-hmm. It got to be, like, five or six people in a truck. Or, I mean, in a, in a, in a SUV. It got to be an eight-seater. And it's, like, six of us in there. And I want to be in the front seat. And 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 it's the driver, me. And then the you four really people. Doing all that. And I want the four people to be in the seat right behind us. And when they drive by, then I will roll down the window and talk mad shit. What you doing still walking the mean streets? <laughs> you a ghost, ghost, ghost. <laughs> I'm so disrespectful. I'm serious. Like, once I feel like I'm in a group, I can be bold with my mouth. I would be like, if we was in that situation <laughs> and we was at the gas station, first of all, you already know me. I'm already rolling up the window. Because right, first you're of nervous all, and I'm steady saying, you, oh my God, it's happening. Like, because you know, we, we, from, we pick up on sh- mm-hmm. shit when we're together instantly. So quick we get that vibe. Now, okay. sometimes I'm too friendly, as he say, because I will give <laughs> rides and I will like stop. I'm like that one who will give a hitchhiker a ride and probably end up dead. Yeah. But, um, too much. It's certain situations, like when we together, it's just a, we get this feeling like don't even. Mm-hmm. So we see them even coming, approaching, coming. So we already on like first of all, I don't need to see your eyes hell. to feel that fight or flight. I would say, well, to look, first of all, we probably would have already said it from the jump. Here come the black eyed uh-huh. kids. Just joking, <laughs> not even realizing that that's how. And, and for real, for real, listeners, that is how our like that ability works. Clear yeah. cognizance <laughs> is how it works. Like, and sometimes I be joking. And don't even realize how right we be. Yeah. Like, that, and that's some real type of stuff that we would have did. Like, we'd have came out with our snacks, great, get back on the road, and we'd happen to look over, yeah. and you'd have, it, it would have probably been you, because you were always the one. <laughs> so it would have been you, Walter, Walter, Walter. I'd have said, yeah, look over there. Look, there go the black-eyed children. <laughs> exactly. And I'd look over and freeze. And, and we laughing at first. <laughs> you know how we do yeah. until it's not funny. Until they really turn around and walk toward us. And I say, oh my God, they got the hoodies and everything. Oh I was like, well, but and we still, how, but now, we okay, still now, joking. Okay, reaction? Because you know what's coming. First you know of all, as soon as they start to get. <laughs> I'm going to say, roll up the windows. Roll up, don't lock the doors. That's already him. He's going to make sure the door. You're going to hear the click. So you're going to already gonna be so quick. Click, click. You're going to know that the door's been locked because you're going to hear it. And then the windows, his window is going up. <laughs> And his seatbelt is coming on because he expect me to just peel out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but me, I'm not. I mean, I, I, I think you know, you're the freezer. I think at that moment I would have froze, and uh-huh. then once they got to the car and really like started talking, and I would say, "Walter, what are they doing?" Because I'm not me. looking at them. I'm that type of person. Like, but then it gets to the point where my curiosity yeah, kills the cat. And I would just be like, "What's he doing? What's he doing?" Because I need you to be. I already know now uh-huh. who they are. So, so now I'm it. like, don't let them hypnotize me. Don't right, let them right. hit me. So you're like, do I look them in the eye? And you loud like that. You have that, uh, like you have that tendency to be real, like obvious. I did. And once you get, once you get into an awkward situation, you just get like obvious. Like you, you're like, you would be sitting there steady asking me what to do while they're standing right outside the window. You not looking at them, ignoring that they're totally there, but the entire time talking about them loud. They can hear you. You that you don't have no respect to person. That's your problem. That's your problem. You sitting there. Oh my God, they standing right outside my window. What is they doing? They looking at me right now? 
What do they look like? Can you see in their eyes? Yes, that's Is it me. really the black eyed children? Yes, that's What do me, they want? Me. What do you want? What do you want? And, then and I'm just, the whole time, start the car, drive, 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 drive. That's all he got to do is tell me that. But I would have the curiosity. Yep, I don't have My that. curiosity. I, I would no have curiosity. to turn around. Then how about I would have turned around and just froze? And then, so you know, your hand started to reach for that steering wheel. And I mean, it was hard. Like, I'm calling you and you ignore. My, when I tell you, that'd be the day that I would forget that you was my mom. And much like in the movies that sometimes a person has to have the dog piss slapped out of them. Wow. I would have to, my, because you clearly lost your mind. Wow. And the only way for you to remember yourself, <laughs> okay, is for me to take the entirety of my palm and bring it across your face. Clearly, you've snapped. You was reaching your hand to open that door for those demons. <laughs> well. You was about to invite those ravaging beasts into this car because God only knows what they actually do once they get inside. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm talking Like, what would they have done to that man in the tent? When they got inside that tent, what was going to happen in that tent? Like, y'all weren't going, what the hell did y'all think was going to happen anyway in this little-ass tent? All of us mushed together as we sleep? What? Either way, either outcome wasn't proper. It wasn't, and you were grown-ass Yeah. When was y'all going to sleep? Foot to ass? Ass to ass? What? What the fuck, Spoon? the fuck was you doing? And then the other outcome is them getting in that tent and all you hearing is his screams as he's tore limb from limb and they greedily eat him yes. like Jennifer's dead body. <laughs> wow. That's what I imagine. I imagine they get inside your house and it's just Thanksgiving. And guess who's the turkey? Stop. It's the host. <laughs> the turkey's the host. <coughs> the person who opens the door is the host. That's you. You're the host. <coughs> so you're the main course. I'm sorry. I got this chest goal. I'm sorry, listeners. Mm. Let me be frank with my listeners. Because I'm pretty sure they could, could hear the lighter. I am high. I'm pretty sure they could hear the lighter, so I was like... I'm sorry, listeners. But relax, it's not cocaine. <laughs> it's just weed. Um, it's a plant. It just I'm, I don't feel like I should have to... In 2018, who's justifying their marijuana? Use? Huh? Well, not me. You can get a card. Although I don't have one. I have one. I don't have one. So anyway, moving on. All right, just move on. Move on. One (laughs) one young man reports a surreal experience when two boys with black eyes paid him a visit. They keep saying paid him a visit like like, like like he had gentlemen callers. The taller of the two boys told the man that they were lost and the other one needed to use the bathroom. The man let them in and as the short boy went straight upstairs... The man saw that the taller boy had straight black eyes. At that moment, he began to feel sick and dizzy, and the boys informed him that they were sent to collect him. The man felt fight-or-flight feeling and immediately ran out the door and jumped the fence in his yard. When he returned, the boys were gone. Oh, my See? God. What was that dizziness? They coming to collect you to take you. they aliens. Yeah, they come. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I feel like that. I feel like that, but I don't know. Maybe they're fairies. Well, I don't know, but this one—that was another shot at you. Don't try to be smart. I mean, you out here, you out. I gotta believe everything you tell me, right? Because I can't discredit you. So you out here telling me leprechauns is real? You've had a leprechaun experience, no? Yes. So I don't know if they fairies or not. I don't know what real fairies look like. 
Come on. Okay. This is another lesson in being careful about letting in a black-eyed child. A mother was parked outside a grocery store when she left her son in the van so she could get her shopping done. See? That's right, right there, there is, is, a no -no. is strike one. Bad mother town. When she returned, she saw her son playing with a young boy. Look at that. Look at that. Could when, have been a grown man. A pedophile. When the boy turned around, she saw his eyes were completely She should black. be so lucky his eyes were black and not a regular color and he wasn't grown and leading your and you came back to an empty car seat after the boy was shooed away <laughs> perhaps instead of shooing him away onlookers should have shooed the police to her destination because <laughs> she clearly needs to be in prison her that's son abandonment that she just did her son became extremely sick sick to the point where he was taken to the hospital and it's by the grace of god that he was at the hospital and not missing <laughs> Doctors and an amber alert. Doctors couldn't figure out what was affecting the boy, but after he was sprinkled with holy water, he felt better. Mm -mm. What was affecting him was the mere thought that in a blink of an eye, he could be an orphan, <laughs> completely alone. Stop. And he didn't need holy water. He's going to need a good therapist because that put some type of, uh, uh, what is that called? That's an imprint in his in his soul. Like that hurt. To look around in a hot-ass car and your mom's gone. And next thing you know, some freak walks up to you and you sitting there. And even when you're a child, you be like three and four. You generally get the gist that of what people look like. Like, you see regular people. As a child, you've seen people with blue eyes, gray eyes. You see white people, black people. But to see somebody and they eyes straight black, you don't see no white. You he had, He was playing along. He knew it was wrong. He's looking no, around and mama was not there. Don't care. They, just they don't care. Had that play. Like, and that's you don't another, know if she so could go she, in the fucking store. Exactly. And, bad that, and it comes from her being a bad mother. But then again, you know, I, back in the day, they used to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going No. Be real. Because I've done that. Back in the day. To whom? Walter. Back in the day when y'all was but a little she bit. She said her small son. We wasn't small, and me and Talia was never in the store. But I know I remember had I remember like being eight years old, and my mom would be like, "I'm about to run in the store." See, and go apparently he wasn't eight years old because ain't no eight year old playing with somebody with full black eyes. Though they didn't see humans for eight years. You that's like Bubba. You think Tucker going? You think somebody with straight black eyes walk up to Bubba? It's gonna be okay? <laughs> no, that girl's gonna give you just what you're looking for. First off, she's gonna ask, "Is something wrong with your eyes?" <laughs> yeah, that's my daughter. <laughs> okay. That's my daughter. She is. She's a question. She's gonna come she... right to you, blunt. What is that? What's wrong with What's your wrong eyes? What's wrong with your eye? All your, 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 your whole eye is black. <laughs> <laughs> and why? That's gonna be okay. Her. Why? Why your, eye why your eye black? Somebody hit you in your eye. <laughs> I can't not understand because she, she's that type. She don't understand that. Yeah. But I come to that car, he turned around. Get get away from here. <laughs> I was snapped by my toe. <laughs> what the hell you think you're doing over here? This is a child. <laughs> can't you see that's a kid? Oh, my God. Come on. So, listen. In Staffordshire, there was an infamous sighting of a black-eyed girl about 30 years ago. And recently... Is this in another country? I guess. I don't oh know. Oh my god. Attention has been drawn back to the story as the girl had reported had reportedly been sighted again in the small town of Canic Chase. I don't know. Mother and daughter were walking down the street when they started hearing screams. As they looked around they saw a young girl with her hands over her eyes. The woman asked the girl if she was okay and put her arms down. That was when she saw that the girl had completely black eyes. 
The woman grabbed her daughter, ready to run, but when she turned around, the black-eyed girl was gone. So you don't know. That could be what they do. Because another girl, remember the story? Remember, it was, I don't know if it was about, what was it about? Remember, they was down south somewhere, and it, we was watching, it was like a documentary. Remember the gay black boy was talking, and we was just laughing and whatnot. We weren't really paying, we didn't really watch it, but we caught the gist of it. And remember, the girl had been missing. Why was she missing? You don't remember she was missing, and the people had seen her around the town? With those black eyes. It was a doc oh my god, you gotta remember it. Remember? It was like it was it was a lake. It, but it was man-made. And remember it was, they had drained it because of like the, the amount of deaths that had happened there. And then they started oh, finding and, bodies. And the girl there. was telling that story. They was telling they was all it was an it was, urban area because it, it was a lot of black people. No, they was all telling a story about how the black boy was getting yeah. he, was, he was in the wooded area. Yeah. He was talking about how they used to come down there and all the story. Yes, okay. 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 So remember the girl, she got kidnapped, and then people had seen her around town, but her eyes were straight black. Yeah, okay. Maybe that's what it is. It could, I don't... Oh, what they on that, um... They on that, uh, what's this? What's this, Lost Boys? Taking everybody mm -hmm. and all the little kids. Listen, that's probably what they doing. That's but I wonder, they, when what is it like? You. What happens once you... What, you immortal? Is you in pain? What the fuck? Why would you even be interested? Like, you would want to be... I, look, it's always benefits to something, Okay. Don't just turn your nose up at something because you don't know what it is. I want to know what's the deal. <laughs> okay, what's the price? So it would be okay with you. First of all, let me t let me stop this right here. What? I want to tell how he got all the mouth in the world, Walter, my son. Don't do this. He has so much mouth <laughs> in the world. Now listen, don't he has this guitar. It. I bought him a guitar. What does that have to do with anything? And he tells me this story about the crossroads. And this is the story he's telling me how he's going to go. I, I thought about it. In, Don't in the, do no, that. No, no. In the middle of the crossroad now, explain it on what a crossroad is. It is, um, it's an intersecting point, like where two roads cross each other. You get the general, and the general, the general the, word. It tells you right in the word. Crossroads. And it's, and it's, and, and to be real, it's at the same spot where we told the story of the girl in the yellow dress. Okay, that's the best one. No, no, that's that's one of the best ones. The best one is right before you get to Chester, up at that place where it's that long road where you can't see nothing Petrillo on it. Petrillo Road? Yeah, and I don't like that. I'm, I don't no, I'm, like I'm not that. talking about the back one. I'm talking about that, that long one before you get right to, right before you get onto Naaman's Road. You know how you pulled up in there? You, it's, it, that, that building that's in there is haunted. It's on the, the list. The building that's there is, is supposedly haunted. It's like the governor's mansion or something like that that's back there. Uh-uh. Come on. We drove down that road at night. And remember we pulled out and I was like, oh, look, there's the crossroads right there. And, we, and I rolled back into that part. Yeah. Scared. That real dark part. The, it, it, you go way back there. The whole crossroads is right there. But I, what do I but look like? But like I said, you get off the subject. Go ahead. Spent all this money on this acoustic guitar and... Well, hey, I didn't. I didn't and, honestly and think that I was going to do that, that originally. No, he told me I wanted no, to learn how to play. It, it wasn't original, but he when he first. got the guitar and he strummed it for a couple weeks, months go by. He comes up with this story about telling me about how we're going to go down the street into the crossroads. Um, supposedly, and supposedly this story of if you go ahead and tell that it's it's not a story. Dear. Well, go ahead. Okay, so um, there's this. What is it? I, I I guess he I guess you would describe him as uh, like a, I don't know what it, I I don't know if he's a god or not. But supposedly at the crossroads is like 
one of the people that are with Voodoo or whatever. I mm. think it's Voodoo. And his name is, you know, y'all y'all seen American Horror Story, Papa? Like, uh-huh. like you sitting there, give me something. You just looking <laughs> like, at me like I'm strange or something. Like, <laughs> like the guy. This is why people don't tell people stuff, especially like black the guy folk. Because you looking at me like, you immediately giving me that, mm. Like the girl He's into from that, uh, <laughs> that voodoo. Yeah, like, like. Princess and the Frog, like that. Um, no, that's the shadow man. Well, that's what you talking about, who? No, I'm talking about American Horror Story. Papa, Papa Legba. Legba. Yeah, that voodoo uh, man yeah. that came up. So okay. he's like the watcher of the crossroads. So supposedly go there and like especially with musical town. Tell the story of the man. Who? Uh, uh, uh the guy? Yeah, the original guy. The origin the, of it. Uh, the the original I think I, I, these listeners have most likely they might most likely know the origin. But some people don't. It's a long drawn out story and well, this is way off topic. Of the gist of it is if you go down to the crossroads, you stun the guitar. Supposedly, the the, the crossroads uh, keeper leg book comes. He, he, but th- it is a lot that they said you had to do. Cause when I, when I first heard the story, they, I didn't know that it was so much that had to go into it. Like I thought it was just like I knew it wasn't gonna be just something you go do once and boom you get it. But I wasn't about to do what they asked. Like when I first started playing it, like you got to build up the calluses on your fingertips. So that so that hurts a. Then they expect you to just do it until it's bleeding. But be at the crossroads while it happens. And you got to do this three consecutive nights. And then what supposedly happens? Supposedly, he, he's there. And then what? You'll automatically know how to play No, he song. takes it. He's supposed to take it out of your hand and tune it and give it back to you. And from there, you'll just have it. Anything that you want to play from your head is just... So, what makes him a demon? That doesn't Christianity. Really... <laughs> Our God so, said, "Stop." So, what, <laughs> what are you doing? What is he? Does he? Does he come back? What? Do like what is it? Did people <clears throat> make deals with him? No, that's a different. That's a different thing. That's a crossroads demon you're talking about. So, okay, that's like me going to the crossroads and saying I want to be a singer or I want to be an actress. What I'm supposed to just go down? No, you there? ain't just going down there talking. You just you got to really do some some stuff. It's rituals that go into that. Summon the demon. So that's a demon. No, I'm not doing that. That's making a deal with the devil. Not when you're doing it with leg, but you're not giving up anything. What so you, somebody the, the, every, just everything, come you, out no, of the crossroads. Sac- everything requires a sacrifice. No. When some- it's leg, but the sacrifice was your fingertips bleed. That was the deal. Okay, wow. But with a demon, you you know what they want. They want your soul, but how you know this not one? Be- because the sacrifice was the fingertips, I'm that telling don't you. Tell, man. No, 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 no. For it to be your soul, you got to, you got to, there got to be some verbal exchange. That's today. a, yeah. You can't just, so, no, I don't You don't believe, just pick up a guitar, hand it back to me, and immediately you get no, my soul. No, I, I didn't, believe, I didn't, I didn't agree to that. My mouth didn't say soul. Mm-hmm. None of that came out of my mouth. That's what I'm trying to get to. No, I believe that's some, that's some verbal. You have to really open your mouth, like how the Bible tells you if you profess with your mouth, like the same way you have to profess that you love God. That's some shit you gotta. You gotta say. Oh my God! Like we are so off. Because topic. you took us here. Well, oh my God! Can we get back? I'm to done. This? I'm. This is why I can't work with you. I can't work. with And this you. is why I was not talking. You know what? I'm Come done. on! Last year, an airman stationed at a base in Texas. Yes. With the special forces, got the scare of his life my. as he was drinking his beer late at night. Already, his credibility is <laughs> I knew you. because he has been drinking his beer late at night. Okay, he heard a do- he heard a knock at the door. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Okay, he heard a knock at his window. 
thinking it was his fellow airmen needing to use the bathroom. He looked through the peephole of his door and saw a teenager about 17 or 18 years old. The teen asked, can I use your phone? Pretty inconspicuous, but the airman felt uneasy and referred to the teen referred the teen to the SP building across the street. A few minutes later, he heard the rapping on his window again, and in an effort to scare the kid, he pulled his blinds up quickly to look at him in the eye. But the airman saw that the teen was gaunt, and no color in his eye, only black, and smiled with a cruel, hungry expression. As the airman turned to get his phone, the teen was gone. So, hungry, what are they? Like, this is the confusion. So, that's why they said some people don't know... If they're vampires or demons or aliens. But if they say he felt better when he, when he, for real, for real, for real, for real, what I believe, here's what I believe. Anyway, and this is going to take you, this is going to take us somewhere. But when, when you say, is it an alien or a demon? I believe those are both anyway. (sighs) Because I feel like aliens are just angels that fell from heaven to earth. Mm. I feel like... Because you know how they, you find all those statues from back in the day that were, and these things were worshipped as gods? Mm-hmm. People's, nobody's just pulling that out of their ass. Okay? Mm-hmm. And you can't honestly say, yeah, I believe in, you can't honestly have a religion and say you truly believe in your religion and the gods you serve mm-hmm. without acknowledging this, that other stuff exists. So these people saw the things that, that they that they, you know, carved. So that was the, these were their gods, but I believe if they if something like that fell down to earth now and it had this robust type of ability, like it's showing you miracles, like I mean, able to do things we couldn't do, mm. and and you asked what it was and it told you it was a god, mm-hmm. are you gonna say, no, <laughs> you're not a god? Right. So they they didn't know what they were looking at, but we know now, don't we? Mm-hmm. You're not right. But I still can't say that because there's other people's religion and I don't want to be disrespectful. So moving on. Right, right. A young woman had recently taken on a job as a veterinarian. Although I do not want to crucify him of flesh, (laughs) therefore I will say... Wow. I respect everyone's religion. And I love my God. (laughs) Okay. I love you. Big ups. To the homie upstairs. Can you come on? You learn so much every day. Yeah, props to my God above. (laughs) A young woman had recently taken on a job as a veterinarian technician and had to work early morning shifts. But because she was new, she didn't have keys, so she had to wait for her fellow co-worker to come by with the keys and let her in. This woman will often arrive around 5.30 or 5.45 to wait. During one particular morning, she was interrupted by two children with hoods over their faces, asking for a ride. It's a noteworthy that the veterinary veterinary hospital was in a remote location with a single bus stop, so there wasn't an explanation as to why these kids were out at that time in that location. Okay, now you see that? That's what I'm saying. What, you, what the hell are you doing up here on Mount Itchitao? <laughs> and up here at this veterinary hospital in the middle of the night, it's only one bus stop, so that means it's only one bus that go to and from there. Okay, and that bus take you all the way back to the city, down the, down the mountain. What are y'all doing all the way up here? Wasn't no movie theater around here. Y'all ain't had no animal here. Otherwise, you'd be with your parents. Mm-hmm. What you doing? So when she said no. Red flag. When she said no, one of the boys got exceedingly angry and was insistent on being let in the car. The woman closed her window and referred to the kids to the bus stop. After that, her coworker arrived and the boys disappeared. 
I don't see. I I don't know who's training these children, but somebody needs to explain to them that if you are like if I'm a vampire, and I'm looking for I'm hungry, you are. This is not smart hunting. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe they they got to be slow. Well, look. Sometimes you might not run into a black eyed child, but instead a black eyed adult. What? A woman by the name of Chris was driving on the I seventy five in Michigan, with her husband. When they stopped at a rest stop, Chris went to use the restroom, and when she came out, she saw a black-eyed woman staring right at her. Immediately, she felt dread and predat- predatory vibe from the woman that alarmed her. Needless to say, Chris didn't address the woman and headed back to her car, driving away with her husband as fast as she could. I believe these people are changelings. Mm. No, that's that's real stuff. That could that like that movie that um Angelina Jolie played in Chamberlain. These are changes. When she was looking for her son Walter. Those, well, I don't, I don't was I don't know. I didn't see the movie. Was it about fairies? I can't remember. Capable. No, that's real shit. Like they they kidnap you, and then they send back an exact copy. That's what they did with Walter in the. I, I believe his name was Walter in the movie. But the, but that okay. And she knew it was so. Like, so at they first didn't have anything it about. It wasn't about the Lord, though, right? It was just like they had messed it with his mom. It was called Changeling, so it must be the same thing. I don't remember it that well. I just do remember him being missing, and it was like in a time where they rode in um, them wagon like things, not wagons, like the cars, the funny shaped cars in the forties. Um. I think it was in the nineteen thirties. This happened, or the nineteen forties, or the nineteen fifties, something like that. Wow, something like yeah. that. You hear me? Mm-hmm. So, then I remember him being kidnapped, and he was away. He was gone for a while, and then he came back. But at first, everybody thought it was her son, Everybody, but except her. I think she ended up in that house, because I think she finally got to the point where she realized it wasn't her son, or... I can't remember. So, I don't even want to go here and lie. Right. But, it was, but he did come back, and she was the one who kept saying that's not her son. Like, something was off about him. Right. It wasn't the son that left here. And it wasn't like he was touched or nothing. He just came back like oh. a whole different person. Like That's how they are, those changelings. <laughs> That's but how they the, are. And the lore is fairies that do it. They kidnap you, mostly kids, babies and whatnot. Take you, change you. But no, they don't change you. They take the real you and send back their children. Mm. But glamoured. To look just like you. Mm-hmm. So they weird right off the back. You come back, the child comes back weird because it's not really human. Wow. Hey, we out here discussing. Come on now. You're trying to make me feel like I'm weird. Let me just let me just be frank with the listeners. I believe in every single thing. Every it's not one thing. I mean, now don't get me wrong, because my, my my BS meter. <laughs> we'll go off immediately. Somebody tell me a story, mm. which says a lot about you and your fairy story because I, I it didn't go off. I guess that's generally because I trust you. Because I know what I saw. To other, but to other people, their meter probably they was probably like, was like no, she's, 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 she's out of no thing Okay, no. that she was the fantasy of a child. Even if she did, it was the fantasy of a child. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I know I what know. I saw. That's mm-hmm. why I don't. That's why. I kind of like our show because it's real ghost stories by people. Like, this is not something made up. Like, people always got to get discredited, and I hate that. I I don't want for none of our listeners to ever tell us a story, and when they finally do, I'd, you know, be so shocked. But I mean, um, 
We we never. We yeah, we to, do have a couple people that have. Um, and those were amongst the the, the previous recordings that keep that, disappearing. That It'll be a work. surprise. But I'm gonna do it because I'm a little. If this man. one even. If this one even gets logged, and we're 42 minutes in, it'll be a surprise if this even makes it. I'm going to log in on a different um phone, and then I'm going to um read some of the comments that, that I have gotten, because we have gotten a couple stories. I remember Kimberly, mm-hmm. and then Sasquatch. And you were right, a couple. <laughs> and I'm trying to understand. We're getting all these listeners, and I'm loving it. I'm loving I'm it. I'm loving the listens, but I'm seeing... No, no feedback. No it's comments. Like, They're not So I don't know if you if if you think it's trash. <laughs> I see like three hundred listens and it's like nobody said if it was good or bad. You just listened. And that could have been for a second. I'm sure they'd log it in even if you click on it by mistake. <laughs> 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 uh, but it's the ones that are loyal and they're listening. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We really have been Recording and they just have not been saving. Hopefully this one makes it. Is that the last story of the demonic eyed children? No, it isn't. Actually. Uh, uh, this is just sad that they run rampant throughout the United States and our government won't do anything about it. So listen, but we Trump had out here talking. an apartment manager by mm, the name mm, of mm. Tess was fielding a potential tenant who didn't make her feel at all at ease. She noted that the tenant was a young man of about 17 or 18 years old who dressed normally and spoke well. Yet, Tess had a hard time making eye contact because his eyes were completely flat. She considered that maybe his pupils were dilated, but that only happens at night. This was the daytime. Tess's defense mechanisms were Okay, elevated. so they're not saying that it's even elevated, the white is black. And she felt She's saying sense. just it's no... It's, it's no the iris ain't got no regular color. It's not brown. or It's like, remember that movie with Rose McGowan that was like all, right off Patuilla? I don't remember the name of it. What was it? Oh, no. But you know what I'm talking about? And you remember the, the boy? Remember how his eyes were? They were straight black like a reptile? Some people have that type of eye. No, my God. Stay away from me. So, <laughs> some people have jet black eyes. Let me tell you, if you come to me and your eyes are jet black... <laughs> Stuff. We will never be friends. Now listen, Tessa's defense mechanisms mechanisms were elevated and she felt a sense of dread as though she was in danger. She mm. closed the door on him and got as far as away far away as she could. I want somebody to tell me of a close near death experience now, where one, they grip you about the throat and you finally find out whether they drink blood or brain matter. What is it? Wow. <laughs> a young woman by the name of Missy was at a coffee shop on a cold November day. I don't believe day, this story at all. Ordering First off, that girl's name was not Missy. I don't mean yeah, to Whatever, my you. granddaughter's name is Missy. What is now, Missy Boo. But you ain't going to be no grown woman and, <laughs> and I know strangers a Missy. Now, I know a Missy. Missy. I know a Missy. Do you? Yes, I know a couple what's her, Missy. What's her occupation? Prostitute? She passed away. You remember Missy? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> like, what? You don't remember Missy? No, I don't. Missy from Philly, the one I used to, we used to talk on the phone with. Oh, she died. But yeah. again, what was her occupation? I don't remember. Other than on the phone. Missy was at a coffee shop on a cold November day ordering her drink. As she turned around with her beverage, she saw a man staring at her intently. As she tried to come up with a smart mm-hmm. comment to discourage the man's brazen stare, words escaped her. She noticed how black the man's eyes were, with no whites at all. Missy said that she felt pure evil coming from him and didn't feel that he was human. My God, what was he then? So, I don't know. 
That's how you find magic. You understand? Now listen. A young girl oh. by the name of Adele was having a late night. <laughs> that's what it says. A young woman, I love her. A young woman by the name of Adele was having a late night reading. What? It's having a late night reading a book. Okay. Hold on, because this person just done got it all discombobulated. So I have to make out. Okay. It was around 11 p.m. when she heard a knock at the door. When she looked out her window, she saw two children around the age of 10 years old. As she opened the door, they said, let us in. When Adele asked them why they wanted to come in, they said, let us use your bathroom. Adele looked into the eyes of the two children and saw that their eyes were completely black. She quickly said no to the kids' request to shut the door. She noted that she immediately felt sadness and depressive sentiments. She was particularly suspicious as the young children were out so late, yet didn't need any yet didn't need any assistance other than a bathroom stop. Yeah, because she wanted like, why would you be knocking on the door talking about a bathroom instead of knocking on the door? Why are you lost? I'm lost. I can't get home. I need to rock. So that means you know your way around. You just out here. And I need to pee. (laughs) Or shat. So. But you need to get off this doorstep. Many of these encounters occurred late into the night, which means that some of the victims were security guards. One security guard in particular was watching over the entrance to a mall when a child knocked at the door. The child insisted on permission to enter the premises, and the security guard saw that the child's eyes were black. He immediately felt afraid and saw that there were no cars or anything explaining where this child came from. He shut the door and for the rest of the night watched the child stand perfectly still on the security camera. Y'all, I heard they do that. They just stand still. Like this one ain't even not. They all just out of nowhere, all from everywhere. If you're going to stand perfectly still, you and I are going to (laughs) talk. What in the hell are you? And I don't want no big babble back and forth. What are you? I'm of a notion like... I would be real with stuff like people being abducted and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, don't abduct me. I'm not saying I won't agree to, you know, experiments. Well, <laughs> I'm saying explain to me what in the hell is going on. <laughs> the part that bothers people is the fact that you're abducting them. If no, be be real. Like, if if okay, you imagine yourself the first time. Boom, you wake up and it's a great alien at the foot of your bed. You're going to snap, okay? Right. But they they expect that. Like, they have had training in what humans are going to do. So you flip out, you're throwing stuff, and they just calm you. You know, if you got these good hypnotic powers, you can make people forget, you you can shut me down. Right. And then you be calm. And they explain to you why they need to do what they're doing or what they're doing. And then give me the option to say yes or no. If I say no, go and... Come again another day, okay? That day I might be depressed. Right, no, the first time you come to me, don't expect me to go with you because you come bursting through my door. You freaked me out. Right. But continue to build up a relationship until I trust you because humans are that way. Yeah, we will build up. Once I know you and I know you and I mean you you, you come like, you don't come like every month. You come faithfully like it's a, a certain day of the week. And you've come every week, and I mean months on end. And you come in peace every right, time. Right, and I know. And you just talk to me. You get, eventually, humans get comfortable. Say, I mean, we still get, you dude, still, we're going to be freaked out by your outer appearance. We probably won't look at you the first couple of months while we talking to right. you. Right. 
but eventually we'll look you dead in those soulless eyes and then you, <laughs> you, you explain to us what's going on. And we most likely nine times out of ten out of our own curiosity, which is I another. I want to go into space. Yeah, that's another disease. Because I know they won't protect have. me. Curiosity. So we would want to see what's going now on. Now don't tell me you're ready to do some crazy stuff. But like, yeah, that's what. That's another no thing. That's why I say give me the option to say no. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, I can't have my kids. Don't inject me with anything. No, don't play in my eyes. Don't play right. Open. Yeah, don't. You can do my brain. Don't like you probe can me. not like you can put them stickers or whatever. Yeah, yeah the, the stick. No, 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 no. You can't put head. nothing up around my mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, God, keep my mind. No, because what the hell you think they want? Uh, 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 uh. No, 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 no. What the hell you think they're gonna sit up there and observe you walking back and forth? I don't you know. What do they want to talk? That's what I'm saying. What's the What's the plan? <laughs> they ready to take over? I would say, let me come with you. Okay, and I'll if they start offering. What's I want deals. What's the deal that's about to go down? Y'all got tech. Come I on. need some tech. <laughs> okay. Now you talking crazy. So, I want some tech. Here we go. A young man was enjoying his evening when the door when there was a knock at his door. When he opened the door, he was surprised to see a young girl. Hold on, mine. Before you start that, I want to try and I want to try and take a break. Like you push it, then save it, and then we'll start recording a new one right from there. So it'll be just like they meet up. You know what I'm talking about? So does that mean the whole other stuff that won't be No, you're going to go right back to that. It's like a, a, a intermission. Because so time's going to run out and I don't want to just like redo a whole other segment. I want to just bounce them back and forth. So what's the next one going to be about? I'm not about to keep talking about these black-eyed kids. Well, what's next? Because it was on, like... We're going to go to a quick intermission. For what? Don't mess that up. Oh my up. God, this is what I be talking about. <laughs> Because I don't understand. Now you ruined it. And after this, I'm done for the night, guys. Because she's ruined Because I don't know what you're talking she's about, ruined people. It. She understood what I was talking about. I don't about. know what you're talking about, seriously. What I, are you saying? I don't feel like it no more. No, but what are you saying? I said we're going to push stop. Right now? It's going to cut. And then, you know, when you load the whole thing up and it says add the, um, the audio, uh -huh. you hit both of them. Boom, boom. So they both load up. So it's going to play back to back. Okay. What is you just giving me? Are you a black eyed child? <laughs> you give me this dead stare. Like, I, if that's the stare, God, I get it. <laughs> I immediately want to run out of this room. <laughs> I didn't understand what you said. So we got five minutes. So I don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> I guess whatever. I'm hoping he's... this works. It's gonna work. See now, if this don't record, I'm gonna be so upset. I know she is, but we'll do it again. And we'll explain to you what's happened here. But if it does record, this is Real Ghost Stories by Real People. Peace out, guys. Until we come right back. Okay. Have faith. Okay. <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> did I figure it out or did I figure it out? <laughs> I am so great. As well. So. And so now I really got the hang of it. So we want to start them up. So we're we going to go from where we left off and then go on to something else? I guess. I really, honestly, I, I believe I'm a bit done with these demonic entities. No, because entities. this is the last one anyway. This last one is about the black eyed children and it's... Um, a teenager was hanging out in a car in front of his hair, in front of a hair salon, waiting while his mother got her hair cut. He saw a young guy about his age pacing in front of the car. 
When the kid turned, he didn't recognize him and didn't think anything of it. The next moment, the kid was at the teen's window saying, <coughs> you must let me in. That was when the teen saw his eyes. His eyes, he was immediately afraid and hid in between the, she- the seats for a few minutes. The kid disappeared, but when the teen's mother returned, she noted that a child with black eyes was asking her for the car keys. What? Asking her for her car keys, mm-hmm. and he was a black-eyed child. Mm-hmm. Now you doing outlandish stuff. Wow. First off, you're a child, and I ain't got no car keys for you. <laughs> and and that, that would be my original answer before I even like looked up and saw that your eyes was black. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get away from my car, child? Like, first of all, why are your eyes... No, why are they having a conversation? <laughs> talking, and they talking eloquently. You must let me in. I'm afraid I mustn't. <laughs> so You must vacate the premises of my vehicle. Otherwise, I will be forced to engage you in combat. And mm-hmm. by that, I mean placing my key in the ignition and driving away. Oh. <laughs> okay. No. We're gonna do you, oh, you meant real combat. You was going to engage him, not I said the mouse. No. I, what? I'm not doing any of that. I'm pulling off. Oh, okay then. That's what I meant by engage them in combat. Put my key in the ignition and drive away. I'll be the one living to tell the story. I didn't see nothing for real, for real, because I don't want to draw that type of attention back to my life. I don't know what kind of powers they got. Well, they could be like Voldemort. You say their name and they appear. (laughs) So, do you really want to do? Let's do Haunted Colorado. I don't. No, you're not going to drown. That puts me to sleep every time we do these, and you end up having to do a whole new recording because I end up snoring. Huh? Let's keep it real. <laughs> I can't do that. I don't want to do no Haunted Colorado. What else? What more can you give me? Come on. Think outside the box. This should have been done before we even started recording. It should have. But I'm pretty sure as our listeners who leave no feedback have already noted, we never are prepared. <laughs> okay. This is right off the top of the head, and I believe that's what gives me and my juice. I want to talk about haunted hotels in different, like, in different cities, in different states. Because I actually be tempted to visit hotels and stay in that exact... But I, I always wanted to secretly, without telling you, and we just stayed there. What? And then I tell you once we there, Walter. Oh my God! Music. Why would you even? <laughs> why would you even come up with something like that? And then the energy gonna get real deep because right then and there the fear is gonna set it for you. That's feeding it. I know it is. Okay, because immediately I'm not going to bed, <laughs> or immediately I'm going to sleep before everybody. Oh my God! No, I can't even go to sleep because if I fall asleep uh, and then everybody else fall asleep, I'm woken at three, four in the morning, the bewitching yeah. hour. See that? And oh, there's yeah. the lady who haunts Old Creek Hotel. Huh? <laughs> the gray lady. Yeah. She's just standing over me. So, My God. I mean, at least if you're going to stand over me, point me in the direction of diamonds and jewels that you hid away years ago before you were murdered. Wow. Well, before you murdered yourself, because that's how most hotels was haunted. You know, back in the 40s. Yeah, it always seemed like... And women, men didn't come home. They were immediately thrown into such peril that they thrust themselves <laughs> off of the rooftop. Like, calm down, he didn't come home. That's so It's the 40s, and you're pure. Find another guy. Like, let it go. So let's do he that. He clearly didn't love you. Otherwise, 
true love would have brought him home. <laughs> okay. Like that song said, love should have brought you. Boom, let me stop being disrespectful. But, um. To whom? Reality? <laughs> stop. Okay, check it. The Stanley Hotel, Estes Park. In 1909, at, no, a 1909 building, the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park was been, has been reporting paranormal activity since the 1970s and has been the subject of many paranormal investigations. Many believe owners F.O. Stanley and his wife Flora are the more prominent ghostly guests often seen in the billiards room or making the music room's piano play. In 1974, horror author Stephen King stayed in room 217 at the hotel and based his novel The Shining on the hotel. The hotel offers nightly ghost tours and on-site psychics and TVs that play the Jack Nicholson thriller on a continuous loop. They've even installed a miniature tree maze in the front of the property as a nod to the film. Guests can stay in one of the several reportedly haunted guest rooms. I want to go. Not I. Come on. You like The Shining and you like Stephen King. Like what? I did. I like to watch it from afar. I didn't want to take part. Give me that. That's what I be saying. And I don't think like, you want to take part. The crazy part about Walter is he always wanted to make it Because I would have like... been Jack Nicholson. And I wouldn't. It, like, it don't even make no sense. Like, unlike Jack, you and the rest of these Motley crew that are around me wouldn't have gotten away. <laughs> so you'd kill me. It wasn't he driven to kill? I would have hacked you. <laughs> he couldn't help it. Mm. He couldn't help it. Well, first of all, I'm that black man in The Shining. Okay, because ever since ever know. since I was a little boy, <laughs> I always had a touch of the shine. Okay, ever so since I was a little boy, me. so I'm not even stuck I'm here. Much on. like Hannon when he shook uh, when he when he shook old uh, when kid's the black hand, man leave, he saw I'm it all, leaving. and he was dumb for getting back. Into, to getting his that way back up to that mountain. Florida, yeah, he was a fool. Bed. And you laid there and watched it all happen before your eyes. And you tried to pull a Phoebe from Charm and save the day, knowing you and, ain't able-bodied. Like, exactly. But that's because you have to you have to read Stephen King novels to understand. This gentleman has, did this once before in Derry. And saved the day. In Derry, back during the racist times when it had somehow caused the... the the, burn, the uh, pe racist people that were in the town mm -hmm. to burn down the uh, local Negro bar where the, where the army vets you used to hang out. That's what it was race. called. I, I swear to God, Stephen, that's what it's called. It was the Negro bar. It was during that time. Okay. And the well. KKK had burnt it down and he led all the people out with the shine. <laughs> huh? That's what he did. And he tried to pull that same maneuver and save old kid from his crazy dad and his obviously even crazier mother. Because regardless of what anyone says, that woman was weird. She was weird. Anybody in their right uh, mind would have had her. And she's still weird to this day. <laughs> no, no, let's to not the, do that. Don't pull a, uh, don't pull a uh, Dr. Phil. No, but she they is ruined weird. That man, <laughs> after he publicly used her. He and did. she just got up there and embarrassed her poor self, <laughs> saying any and everything. We talking about and the I mom from The Shining And listeners. I don't, I don't um, discredit her. If she says Robin Williams is a shapeshifter, I believe it. <laughs> I don't know what she saw with her. I don't eyes. either. You don't know what people see. Mm -hmm. So, anywho, we're going to move on to the Bour Bourbon Orleans Hotel in New Orleans. The Grand Historic Bourbon 
No, bur- what is it? I believe it's bourbon. Bourbon, I'm sorry. Bourbon. What the hell are you saying? <laughs> I said bourbon. Mama, what's wrong with your I don't bourbons? know what's wrong with me right now. <laughs> okay. Bourbon. It's bourbon. You okay. can hear it. Bourbon or said it with a, with a thick, some some kind of accent I never heard. Be quiet. Bourbon. <laughs> Pour me a shot of that bourbon. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a bourbon on ice. Come on. <laughs> the Grand Historic Bourbon Orleans Hotel originally opened in 1827 as a ballroom for glamorous events. By the late 1800s, the hotel was acquired by the Sisters of the Holy Family to be used as a school, orphanage, medical ward, and a convent. A yellow fever epidemic struck at this time and led to the death of many children. It's said that the ghosts of the children and nuns can be seen and heard throughout the hotel. Additionally, several reports of a ghost dancer in the famous Orleans Ballroom have been made. You can book and go spirit walking tours, which stops at the Bourbon Orleans Hotel during your visit visit to New Orleans. Let me tell you something. I want to go. I, not I. You don't ever want to do I that. don't care. It's certain ghosts I don't want to see, and a nun is right up there. And then you got kids. That's two of them. I forgot to add nuns to my list also when I said of ghosts I don't want to see. I don't want to see a priest neither. Some holy father coming in there, ghostly, <laughs> standing over top of me, secretly judging me for my sins that he managed to know because now he's a ghost. Uh. So I don't have to confess. He can see it in my eyes. <coughs> yeah. Wow. I'm good. I'm good on all that. That's the shape. I'm good on all of it. And it's always yellow fever, ain't it? And, I, ain't and anytime it. I hear about a ghostly haunt with yellow fever, I, I'm empathic. And I I'm feel a, like you can I'm give me that yellow fever. Sick. I don't want to feel the fever. I don't want to feel the sweats. I don't want to feel whatever yellow fever feels like. Because by the grace, I was born in a time where that type of stuff was, you know, knocked out of the ballpark. Exactly. I'm what glad. What kind of who succumbs to a fever? People still die from fever, though, don't they? They do. That's some that's some that's some crazy shit. A fever. Well, moving on. How you get? Emily Morgan Hotel, and this is in San Antonio. Okay, housed in a historic neo-gothic building with a reputation for paranormal activity, the one hundred and seven. What do neo-gothic gothic mean? I don't have any idea. When I think gothic, I be hearing that a lot. When I think gothic, I, I think read. I think that uh, gothic family on the Sims. Remember how their old house was. Please stop. That's what I think. Neo-Gothic building with a reputation. from Anne Rice's novel. For the... the view of the vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, that's Gothic. That's the type of house you think of when you think of No, that's what it is. That's Gothic. That's how they... That's that's weird. I don't like that time. Everybody's walking around. Mm -mm. What day for the walk around? (laughs) I don't like that type of time, period. And they, everybody looks crazy. Could you imagine seeing George Washington's ghost? No, he coming to you in that powdered wig. <laughs> <laughs> I would die from laughter. You understand me? I, that's not a ghost you would be fearful of. Somebody coming there, all that rouge. <laughs> Face done up like some geisha. <laughs> I would laugh. Like, how you be afraid of that? Okay. <laughs> but it... It depends. Like my baby said, always sunny. He said, some guy who looks like Meryl Streep. <laughs> you keep saying that corny ass shit. Because he looks like Meryl Streep. He don't. No. Look at, imagine, are you out your damn mind? You got to imagine George Washington. <coughs> George Washington do look like Meryl Streep. Done up in that makeup. Like some but stop it. 
So, okay, he come on. Housed in a historic neo-Gothic People building. People probably felt like that was disrespectful. And this is why we never on topic. It's me. Yeah. I have a condition. I'm sorry. You got to start reading quicker. You want me to read? Well, you can if you want to do all well, that. Come on, because my mouth got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Housed in a historic neo-Gothic building with a reputation for paranormal activity, the one, the 177 room, what is that, boutique? Emily Morgan Hotel has a prime downtown location across from the Alamo. It all, it also at one time was a medical facility, so the property housed a morgue and a psychiatric ward. Right there is the ding ding. Mm. I don't those. That's another ghost type. I don't want to deal with the morgue. a nut job. What do you mean? I'm not. I don't care about the morgue. Any type of ghost can be in there, but they said it was a psychiatric ward. Those are the ones you don't mess with. They generally are violent. They were they were violent in life, and I mean coming at you with crazy. Mm. Or or not even crazy. Sometimes, what imagine you walk past one of them rooms and you just see a girl, rocking and I mean hysterically crying. She look up, don't have no face. Like that girl said, you can't hurt me anymore. Yes. Oh my god. That type of stuff. I would that, die. On the sixth sense, listeners, I know that freaked you people out when y'all watched it. Because it, it freaked anybody. Because it freaked me out. Because when they see, I didn't really think the sixth sense was all that good at first. Until it started to get then, to the ghosts. Until it started really getting to them ghosts. Yeah, like, like what he was really seeing. Because yeah. at first I'm like. Mm. Until they started showing you through his eyes, like he walking down the school, he look up and they them three people was just hanging. hanging. It was like my god. I never wanted the gift like, like that. You said no. Dinner is not. I, like, I would never want the gift like that. But it wasn't. But in the book, all along, she sat. They sat down and talked. Did you ever read the book? I did not. Oh my God! I read the Sixth Sense book. In the book, when he stopped being scared, right? Basically, it told on the point of their story. The boy right. with the gun, with the shotgun, who said, "I'm gonna show you yeah. where my dad keeps going." He ended up following him, and he ended up showing him where his dad kept it. And lo and behold, in that house was that very same gun, and he got rid of it. And the boy never came back. Oh, that's And then neat. the girl in the fucking tent. Oh, I already knew her, the vomit. Yeah. You find okay. out her story in the movie. And the then movie. the girl, in the, the one who said, you can't hurt me yeah. anymore, her husband was beating her. And he would always, like, he would cheat on her. Mm -hmm. And all she basically wanted was for somebody to listen to her. She was like a house, like a lo lonely. So he would sit there after she got, they got comfortable and they would talk and she would tell him all about everything that he used to do to her and stuff. Oh. Telling that little boy that up. Yeah, about how he was. Uh, that's why him. I don't want the gift. And then, um. We off topic. In a psychiatric ward, no, reports of unexplained noises, apparitions, and the feeling of being touched are pretty frequent. If you want to up your chances of a paranormal encounter, Book a room on the 7th, 9th, 11th, or 12th floors. And I'll be the one on the 12th. Okay. Also, no, 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 no. I feel like it's down on the 7th. 7 is a real powerful number. 12. But is, so is 12. 12 is There was 12 big. apostles. Exactly. That's powerful. But 7. <laughs> seven, 7 demons days. fell from hell. From heaven? From hell. How did 7 demons fall from hell? How do you fall? From no, the devil <laughs> is one. He left with people. Okay, but I'm saying not hell. You can't fall from hell. Well, they you fell know, from fell heaven. From grace or whatever. And it was really 250. So well, go ahead. Let's try it. Would you want to go to the ninth floor for the ninth hour? I don't want to do none of that. Just okay, that hotel, we're on the 12th. Hotel. Go ahead. Also, as a nod to the hotel's notoriety for paranormal activity, the on-site oral restaurant and bar offers a psychic happy hour with palm readings on Thursday nights. 
Look, I don't want nobody. I don't want just any palm feathering person. around my palm. Because, I like, want a real life gypsy. At the end of the day, that could be somebody that the hotel hired and yeah. she ain't even that authentic. I want a real and life. If, it, if if I now I can see now is she free and you free to leave her a tip because I believe if she's good I'll leave her a tip. But I mean it should be included in your tour and it should be included in your hotel stay because I don't want just any palm reader. I don't want just any psychic. If you I don't want you to try to feed off me and get information. I want you to be real. I want I want to come in there and hand you my go to give you my hand and you jump back, like well, like you like my you like, my, like you said I don't believe it unless you give me a show. Like you want the dramatics, you want them to touch you and just immediately start shivering. I can see it, I see it so clear. But I also want accuracy. That would be nice too. Like just, yeah, like, were, just, like I want it like that. Like I don't want to see ghosts. I want other gifts. Like, I don't want to be a medium. Like, on medium? I want to be a seer. I want to know. Like, I want to keep clear cognizance, but I want it to be really strong. Like, I mean, no, no. Like, I pick up an object. It was so, a young girl. Yeah, without having object. to see it. Mm -hmm. But you'll probably see the depths and how they went and through then, it. No, you'll know it. That's knowing. Oh. I don't want to see anything. Just know it in my gut. So I'll be like, oof. She was stabbed. I I know it. Do you get it? I don't want that. That seemed like you felt that. No, I knew it. I didn't feel it. No, well, why are you putting all that emphasis on it then? It seemed like your energy felt something. Hey, if I got like, a feeling in my gut, then I felt it. I well, feel it in my feel gut. It, I feel it in your gut. Okay, what else? What, you want to see it? You want to see him oh, standing over top of her? Stabbing her? You dog. Yeah, no, I, listen, when you... Mm -hmm. I knew you had a problem. I knew you were something else. <laughs> the original hotel opened in 1855 at the Omni Parker House. You don't gotta do all that. It like was I'm run so by founder Harvey Parker until his death in 1884. Man, after what I hear from you today, many guests have reported. Oh, yeah, for none of my I see that many guests have. It was run by the former, I mean, by the founder Harvey Parker until his death in 1884. Many guests have reported seeing him in their guest rooms. I don't like that. Why? Because, I mean, he's the owner. He was he was the founder. He started. So you walking in and out of people's room. Like you, for lack of a better word, like imagine you in there. You know, with what people do in their hotel room. You never know what people do in their hotel room. You could be in there snorting coke off a glass. <laughs> and he walking in and out of the building. <laughs> And you think he ain't gonna go off? Yeah, that go yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you can't do nothing. You can have a beer, and you don't have no uh, no coaster. And you put that on that table, that brown uh, table. He done polished it throughout the years. <laughs> he knocked that whole table over on top of you. That table go flying. That's why I don't like stuff like that. People need to move on after you die. This ain't your building no more. Yeah, that people just be confused and. To them, they probably don't even see the outside world like that. They mm -hmm. see their room. Yeah. Their house is not like how how we see it now. Mm -hmm. It's when they come in that house, it's probably how they had to cheer. And then when they see it move, and when they see it move, it's like, it's like oh, what's you going on? We the ghosts. You? Yes, that's when they become belligerent. I think that's like when they say remodel, mm -hmm. because in their eyes, that's what they see. But then maybe when they start to the remodeling, the the features and things start feeling different maybe the pain you don't know mm -hmm. what they go through when stuff they've been so bound to that house 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they grew up in the house. They are bound to that mm -hmm. house. And you start coming in there and you're remodeling. How you know they don't feel pain? Like, remember on Beatles? guests have reported like, seeing him in their guest rooms where he asked them about their stay. That's nice. <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> After a businessman died in room 303, mm. there were multiple, multiple reports of laughter, and the smell of whiskey. Stephen King's short story, 1408, which was made into a movie with John... With, with Jim Carrey? No, John uh, Cusack, I believe that's what his name is. You remember that movie? Yeah. Centers on a writer who experiences a haunted stay at a hotel in New York. The story was based on the supernatural activity in room 303. But didn't he jump out that damn window? I don't want to stay Correction, in the hotel. Correction, a previous version of this article misstated the star of 1408. Uh, one of the more notable historical hotels in London, London. Langham Hotel. What is it called? Langham. Why well, everything got to be probably Bushingham? ain't Langham. I'm probably saying it horribly, messing up the Queen's English. But that looked like Langham to me. Maybe it's Langham, mm -hmm. but it looked like Langham to me. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to just say Langham. And this in London. Was it Langham? Like the Langham. It's probably Langham. <laughs> oh, I don't know if it, I don't want to be disrespectful. Was it Langham? Well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Langham. One of the most notable historical hotels in London. The Langham Hotel has been around since 1865. When built, I mean, when it opened as the city's first purpose-built luxury hotel, the hotel is a frequent, the hotel is a frequent place of lodging. For celebrities and royals, and apparently ghosts. Mm. Oh, so famous people be staying there. That's why I love celebrity ghost stories. But they was they wasn't telling me people I wanted to talk to. I mean, they had some good people like Faruza Balk from The Craft. I mm -hmm. wanted to know her story. I wanted and to know then, somebody like, like Michelle Obama. Yeah, give I wanted Hillary real Clinton. people like. Give me Matt, not Matthew Johnson. Give me Aaron Kobe Bryant. Yeah, some people. Give me Oprah. Give me Alan. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Um, Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. He's eccentric now. He what? He's eccentric. <laughs> <laughs> that's another word for just out there. Mm-hmm. He you out know, there. He said he worshiped everybody. We are really chewing on our. This is a sad shame. Huh? How we just eating ghetto-ish all on the side. <laughs> and I'm, I know they're going to hear them crunches. No, they won't. Well, if they're not. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Guests have reported seeing the apparition of a German prince. Uh, they had princes? A German soldier and a doctor who murdered his wife and then killed himself on their honeymoon. Mm-mm. Pause that. A German prince, a German soldier... I mean, a, a German soldier and a doctor who murdered his wife and then killed himself on their honeymoon. Wow. They, first of all, why, why the fuck did, he did just you even snap? get married? What, maybe he just snapped. Or maybe she did something. Like maybe they got married that night. He came in there. She was flirting at the bar. And he was not playing. Why do it always got to be a female? Girl, don't, um... Don't get your hormones in a tilly. <laughs> okay, oh relax. God. I was not attacking 
your gender. God, you was about saying. to come on me, come down on top of me with the uh, the, the hand of God, huh? <laughs> Relax. <laughs> I'm just saying. So at the end of the day, don't try to always make it seem like a female deserve it or a female did something. Why the guy, why he couldn't have just was in the, at the bar? I see it in that picture. It. <clears throat> Harlem, 1942. He's sitting at the bar. 1865, first off. Well, 1865 at the bar. <coughs> drinking his life away. He's, he's, a, he's happy. At the same time, memories of his childhood and his mother and how his mother deserted his father came up in his mind. The more he was drinking, the more anguish he started to feel toward women. Something, some guilt that he tried to hide down into his soul. You know, something really that he washed away, but he wasn't... He wasn't trying to let all that type of um, come out when he was dating. And to women, he's charming. But this is something that he's held right. inside for a long time. And the more he started drinking, mm. the more he just remember on his wet on his father's wedding night. Mm. Because he ended up living with his dad. Right, right. The right. child that his mother had, mm -hmm. she left him. Right, right, the right. The very same wedding night mm. when they got married. Hey, and at dude. the end of the day, you don't know it what she could have said anything, something that his mom said, I'll be right back. Boom. That uh -huh. triggered it because he was already drunk. Uh -huh. And he could have just snapped. Oh, you just like my mother? You want to leave? Huh? Oh, okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. What do you mean? I'm sure I always put it on no female. Picture it. Don't start. Because <laughs> you don't do it. Because well, I could on, just as easily see said it. her leg cocked back. In the kiss pose while she leans over the bar, huh? Some this filthy is not bar even paranormal. Well, cause you 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 took it somewhere that I didn't want to go. You wanted to go there. <laughs> cause you tried to start with me. The spirit of Emperor Napoleon the Third, I guess. Is I that know is that Napoleon? Napoleon? I heard of it. Is that the but one? Every time I hear guy? about Napoleon, I just think about Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> Is that bad? <laughs> That's what I get. I don't get a king, a god, or nothing. I just get pink, chocolate, and vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't even calling strawberry. You're going to say pink. Pink. <laughs> pink, chocolate, and vanilla. Mm-hmm. Mm, 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 mm. He has also been seen as he lived in... The Langham during his last days in exile. And when you say exile, he, I only think of Simba on Lion King. Has also been said to occupy the basement. Room 333 is supposedly the most haunted of the guest rooms. And is available for bookings for any brave travelers. Mm. Then how about you take room 333 and I'll take room 332. Why we gotta be in a separate room? Because I don't want to sleep in the most haunted room. <laughs> and you're looking for a thrill that I'm not into. <laughs> huh? I don't need nothing to thrill me. Why? Because um, I already take enough chances in my life. You understand? Every time I puff a cigarette, the, 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 the feeling of that smoke entering my lung, that gives me all the thrill I need. Huh? You wake up in the middle of the night, see something you don't want to see that you can't ever unsee. Find somebody breathing down the nape of your neck, a hand wrapped around your throat. You don't know what you asking for. You don't Why? know what you could trigger. Why are you into the paranormal with me? Like you, I, I know I'm not the person who just got you on paranormal. 
I always want to say you want to do this stuff. But I don't really want to do it. Wow. Not with just you and me. Because you showed me who you were. Where? That Halloween night when that motorcycle came riding around that corner. Dog, mm. we don't need to see no more. We seen right there when it was coming. It wasn't nothing for the... I don't want to see that. Mm -mm. So you showed me who you were. How you know it wasn't McGonagall? And what, no, but you showed me who you were. Because you said it slid up, but you didn't get a chance to even form into whatever it was going to form it. And at the end of the day, we shouldn't have gave it a chance to form into whatever the fuck it was going to form into. You showed me who you were because you were supposed to... Like, imagine we you talking about going to these hotels. So what were you going to do? We wake up in the middle of the night and see the ghost that haunts the hotel. Now, it depends. If we go to Myrtle's and we just wake up and we see Chloe, I would be like, oh my God, Walter, there's Chloe. No. You know well, we could go here, the Southern Mansion, Cape May. Originally a country estate for Philadelphia industrial industrialist George Allen and his family. The Southern Mansion was built in 1863 when the last of Allen's relatives, Esther Merker, passed away. Her husband sold the property. It was later brought and restored to its former glory, utilizing many of the original architectural elements and heirlooms. It's said that Esther, Allen's niece, can often be seen throughout the property, particularly particularly in the kitchen. Talk about me. I hate that word, particularly. I do particularly. 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 <laughs> particularly. Particularly. Yeah. Particularly. Yeah, it's that. hard. Particularly. Who made these words? No, particularly. That's how I say it. Who Particu made particularly? I don't care. Somebody. Who? Particularly. God is the creator of all. Okay, so I'm assuming God. Particularly in the kitchen. Staff will tell guests all the ghost stories associated with the hotel upon request. Hold up. I have a I have a I have something to say. I don't like I don't I feel like I'm you're not giving me enough time to say what I need to say. I feel like you do enough ranting and raving throughout all the episodes. You don't got no more chips. And if I did, I'm not giving you nothing. No, I don't. What else you got over there? Because I know he bought you some chicken skins. No, he didn't. Well, give me something of what you got him home Some seeds. I don't want that. Let's just go. You know what? So at the end of the day, I feel like you're not giving me enough time to talk because you want to cut me short. Like you was doing me. No, I don't. You go on and on and on and on and on. I want to say something. Never mind. Go ahead. Okay. Gosh, you're doing a lot. I don't know what you want me to do. I don't need no banter. Just go ahead on, read it, keep uh, pushing. I do bond. I do bond cottages, New Orleans. Is that sound just like Myrtle's cottages? Go ahead. First built in the late 18th century mm -hmm. and named after naturalist and writer John James Adubon. <laughs> when you said that, it just reminded me of John Jacob. Jingleheimer Smith. Smith. Go ahead. Who lived in one of the cottages in the first half of the 19th century. The Adubon cottages have managed to stand the test of time with thorough renovations and continuous maintenance. Like many historic properties, it's said to have a haunted history. Cottage 2 and Cottage 4 are supposedly the ones with frequent paranormal activity. Disembodied voices and the feeling of being touched are supposedly common occurrences. Cottage 4 also is said to frequently host the spirit of a Confederate soldier who ensures the radio is always playing country music. Well, let's rock. You would love that home. <laughs> what you thought you was going to have, I was going to have a bad time? Mm -mm. No, I can take that. I know you I can. I can deal with it. Who you playing? 
<laughs> How far are we going back? You want to play Dear John? Please. Don't, don't. Right. I don't really want to hear that one. What if it's his time, country music? So what are we talking about? Like, uh, uh, uh. That rickety kind of country music. Mr. Conway Twitty. I'll see the sparkling. No, not even that farther back. What I year ain't trying to hear that. I ain't trying to hear that. No, it said it's always playing country. Music wasn't always around. Before that, it was just mostly classical stuff. Mm. Okay? So it had to be up there. Okay. Here, Confederate Soldier. Oh, no. So that is far back. They had country music that far back? Look at these stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, there's a, a church. <laughs> like she was doing on um Underground. Mm-hmm. She was just singing about the wild wind. I can't do that. I don't want to hear that. And then a Confederate soldier, so he damn sure don't want to see me. Right. Okay. I could, we couldn't rock even if I knew the song. <laughs> <laughs> the Marshall House, Savannah. In Georgia? Mm-hmm. Built in 1851, the charming 68-room Marshall House. God damn. 68 That's That's what I need. I would buy that house if I had the cash. I would. And not be moved. Huh? I would Because once I put my money down, I ain't going nowhere. 68 rooms is too much if you don't got nothing occupied. I do. I want to. I, 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 I just feel like you want to walk past one of the rooms and see something. No, that's why the door is all shut. If I'm not in the room, I don't play that anyway. I don't believe. Even if you walk in, what if you see like an imprint and somebody just dancing around like a ballerina or something? I don't care what type of house you move into. I don't care if you don't feel nothing in your house or not. I don't believe room doors should be left open when nobody's inside of them. I don't either. Because I'd hate walking past room doors and the doors open because you never know what you can see out your peripheral. Mm-hmm. I hate that. And I tend, my peripheral tends to do that anyway. Like, it doesn't matter whose house I'm in. I always see imps. Like, you ever see the black shadows out of the corner of your eye? Where do you see imps at? I see them here. I used to see them at mom's house. Mm. It don't matter where I'm at. I've, I, I'm not, I'm, I've, I've always seen them. Like, and it'd be such so quick. Like, sometimes I have to turn. But it'd be gone by the time I turn. Mm-hmm. I've always seen them. Mm. But it's like I don't like the thought of walking past a rum and it being a full body. You know what? To tell my listeners, hold on. And that's what happened to me while I was scared to go past my um grandfather's room when I was um my grandfather died when I was about seventeen. And I had before that when he first died I had came home from Jaipur, and I remember we had, I had bought chicken and all that stuff, so my mom wouldn't have to cook, because I know she, you know, wasn't trying to be cooking or nothing. Right. She was grieving, and I remember we had got done eating, and I went upstairs, and I was just as calm as day. Uh-huh. I, I really sat in the room, shut the door, and just sat there, like on his couch. Uh-huh. I mean, on the chair, the chair that was next to the um table. Mm-hmm. And then I sat on the bed, and then I was on his dresser being nosy, touching the stuff that they had, I guess, found on him. Had his, you know, identification, his wallet and stuff. I was going through his wallet. You took money? <laughs> it wasn't nothing to take. Because <laughs> B had already taken it. Every time I think about it, she make my back itch. Mm-mm. She took that money. He had money in his wallet. Stop. Well, if he did, if he did have money in there, he couldn't spend it. Was dead. What the fuck? But she could. She she gonna take it before you can get to it. Wow. <laughs> that was her day. But it's the sad fact that 
when you open the wallet, the money should have been there because as it's your dad, that should be the least of your concerns. But you made sure you opened that wallet and took out the money. So that tells me where your heart was. Money. Can we all sing around in chorus of That's money? Great. It is way. Say money. That's you just want to be smart. Say money. <laughs> Come on. So maybe about the whole time I'm there, like two, three days go by. It's the funeral. At the funeral. That's trash. That's your No, it's not. This is mine. Wow. Anyway, the funeral. About three days later, we had the funeral. Everything was cool. I got some right there. Because you get my bag back. Everything was cool. And then, for some reason, I went in his room and just started watching TV. And I just got this real feeling where, though... Something that was not right. It was just eerie. Mm. Like, it, it wasn't a feeling that I got when I first got there. Now, when I first got there, like I said, it was peace. Like, I felt like he was still there and I was comforted. Mm -hmm. But then the past, after the funeral, he was buried. It was like whatever imprint, whatever feeling was there, whatever it ever went with him. Like, he went. Like, he said, I don't want nothing else to do with this old earth, Lord. Take me. Like, I don't want to be remembered back. I'm not coming back. I'm not doing nothing. And he nothing. was gone. Like, he was going, but... Because then after that, the room to me... Something was left. And I'll dark. tell you what it was. It was that portal. Because years later, I would move into that room, and that portal was there. It just was like... That's what you were sensing. I was... Yeah, and it was evil. It was just... It was not like... It was... It, I can't explain it. It wasn't evil to the point where you couldn't take mm -mm, it. Because it wasn't anything. It was just you felt you an just energy. You felt an energy that just the vibe was all wrong. Mm -hmm. Like it just made you not want to stay long. Like that. Because it was a portal. You ever been in some place where you just be like, huh, when we going to go? It was like, it was almost like that, but then a, a fear kind mm -hmm. of. And I remember sitting there, everything got real cold in there. And then it was just like after that, for some reason... When I was at the top, I was I was down the stairs, and my mom was in the kitchen. I think she was putting food away. Um, and I was, and this is me. I'm. I think at this time, no matter of fact, I'm 19 years old because I had just came back from job corps, so I'm 19. And so, I'm 19 years old. I'm standing at the bottom of the steps, scared to go up the steps, mm -hmm. y'all. And I'm like, because it's like, I, even I turned the light on, but just the door was open. That's when she started shutting and locking that door. The door was open. And it was just like, something told me, you come up these stairs, you're going to see gonna something. You're going to see something. And you don't have to tell me about it, because I knew the feeling all too well. Every, it, this, and the way you say it, I know that you're not lying, because she used to have to stand at the bottom of those very same steps. And, or I would not go to the bathroom until she went upstairs. Right. And she would know I would have to pee because you know how when you're a child, you start that whine. What's wrong with you? I have to pee. I got to pee. Don't pee. And I used to be like, no, Ma, come on. Walk me to the bottom. Walk then me someday, to the bottom of the stairs. Some, I don't know when, but someday that just stopped. One day she was in the kitchen cooking and I had to use the bathroom. And I just walked past the door. While the door was open? Yep. And I shut the door. I think I did that a couple times too, because sometimes she would leave it open. 
I think she was doing it for her own remembrance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that was her healing, her closure, however. She stop and let it go. But that room was just eerie. But then when you moved in there, it was, I, 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 I could sit in there and stuff. Because my energy came in. All right, I'm bubbly, I'm light. Well. Uh, and I balanced that darkness. Stop it. Just nonsense. Give it life. We way off subject. I'm yet alive. <laughs> That's not off subject you were talking about. No, I really didn't want to care about the hotel no more. I didn't like that subject from the bot from the top. I did. I didn't. You picked a bad subject. Well, it did not hold my interest at all, so I know it didn't hold the listeners. <laughs> it didn't hold y'all guys. Y'all need to be honest with her. No. We don't want to talk about haunted hotels. We don't want to talk about urban legends. No. Let's talk about Bloody Mary people. Okay. Don't we'll say be that back name. with that one. Don't because say that name. it's already we're forty one minutes in. Well, we got time to tell like a story or two. Okay. Well, I'm not. Basically, gonna... this has already been two hours. This entire segment because I put them back to back. Well, listen. I'm not with the. Uh, keep talking about it. Don't keep saying that name. From now on, we're going to refer to her as it's BM Mary Mac, dressed in black. We're going to say she got silver buttons all down her back. <laughs> No, I'm serious, listeners. I don't like to say Candyman more than once. I'm sorry. I don't care. You can say what y'all want. I don't like saying Bloody Mary more than once. So I said it, said it twice. I know. Shut ding, it ding, up. Ding. I ain't in no. I ain't in no bathroom. I ain't in no mirror. You wear glasses. That's a reflective surface, my dear. You're looking inside a cell phone. Reflective surface, my dear. You gonna stop this whole show? Well, let it be stopped. She sees you. Because I don't like that. Now stop. You don't got to worry. Didn't I tell you in your past life you were Bloody Mary? Don't do that. Come on now. You got silver bells and cockle shells. You had pretty maids all in a row. Okay, check this. I know you. Marissa and her friend had just finished watching an eerie episode of Ghost Whisperer. And Marissa wanted to scare her friend. One of her favorite activities. So Marissa looked into her living room mirror, spun three times saying, y'all know what she's saying. Mm Mm-hmm. BM. <laughs> no ghosts appeared. So she went to the bathroom to try again. Against warning of her friend, Marissa shut off the lights, closed the door, and repeated the chant. When she looked into the mirror, this time there was still nothing. Disappointed. She was about to flip on the light when she caught a glimpse of something. She looked closer and discovered a black and white woman with her mouth wide open wide. Marissa expected a scream from the apparition, but found only dead, terrifying silence. The woman in the mirror lifted her arms, and Marissa saw that her hands were bright red, not with polish, but with blood. Her fingernails had been cut off. Hands reached out from behind Marissa and grabbed her shoulders. Marissa screamed, turned on the light, and ran from the bed. Mm. I believe. I believe that, see? That's why you don't do stuff like that. You don't do stuff like that. Now check this. The girl Katie was only nine years old when she and her friends decided to attempt the BM chant. At her house one weekend, the five friends carefully carried candles to the bathroom and began chanting (laughs) BM. As they chanted, an old woman with cuts across her face and chains around her neck and shoulders appeared in the mirror. Suddenly, the shoulder curtain went up in flames and the girls fled the bathroom. An older boy ran in and put out the fire. Although girls were blamed for the curtain catching fire, 
they and their candles were much too far away to have caused it. 25 years later, Katie has never been tempted to try or play that game again. I bet you haven't. Huh. So. Um, I never saw any of that. I did So while, while friends Sarah Gale and Missy hung out on Friday the 13th, they got to talking about BM. The girls had been reading about her on the internet and decided to try the ritual for themselves. The trio got several candles and set them up in Gail's bathroom. They waited until 2.55 and then went into the bathroom and chanted BM 13 times. Oh. As soon as she had been called 13 times, BM appeared in the swirling smoke in the mirror. All three girls screamed and turned on the light, only for BM to vanish immediately. Mm. No, Another no, one. No, I, I never, I never finished it. I never actually said it yet. I never finished it either. I was always scared. A group of girls were spending the summer at a camp in the Pacific Northwest on an island called Anacortes. Sick of exploring the woods, they decided to collectively fake food poisoning. They ran to the bathroom and shut themselves up in it, hoping to make the fakery convincing. While they were while they were there, one girl, Jessica, came up with the idea to play BM. The rest of the group agreed and they, set up, they shut off the lights. They said BM three times into the mirror and waited. At first there was nothing. Then the mirror cracked. All the girls ran off screaming except for one. The remaining camper was paralyzed with fear. She stared and saw a flash of movement behind the mirror as if someone was standing right behind her. She turned and ran from the bathroom. The next one of the girls laughed about the event. If if only to hide how scared they had been. So one night, Kelsey's friend had a slumber party. The girls dared one of their crew to try calling BM in the bathroom. The friend accept, accepted, confident that the supposed ghost could do her no harm. Fifteen minutes passed as the other girls waited for something to happen, but there were no signs of BM to be found. Then they heard the girl scream. She tried to get out the bathroom and was stuck even though the door didn't have a lock on it. When Kelsey and her friends finally got the Mary, I don't know, I don't know, finally got Mary out, she was crying and whimpering. She showed the girls her arms. They were covered in scars that had never been there before. To this day, Kelsey had not been able to get her friend to speak of what happened to her that night. Mm. That had to been. So in April of 2007, the 13th fell on a Friday on the fateful night Ezzy and her friends decided to try summoning Bloody Mary. Oh my God, I said it again. <laughs> what was that? I don't know, it just scared me. Oh <laughs> they sat in a circle and, and called for the spirit with a coin nearby to communicate. First they asked that BM show a sign that she was there. When they flipped the coin for an answer, they received a no. But the following two times were yes. They were playing a CD at the time and it got scratchy despite the fact that the CD was brand new and had no marks on it. Then the girls began feeling dizzy and faint as they felt long fingernails brushing against their backs and faces. The blinds started shaking although the window wasn't open. As he jumped up and closed the, the circle between the girls and BM, they were all utterly shaken to this day as he still has the feeling that she is never truly alone. See? Lauren and her friends were in an experimental mood the night they decided to try calling BM. 
While on the road, they stopped at a gas station with an outdoor restroom that went in. They went in, turned off the lights, splashed water onto the mirror, and spun around saying BM three times. Lauren's friends flushed the toilet while Lauren stared into the mirror. What little of her reflection she could make out started turning red. She kept staring, then her friends started screaming, and they ran out the door. Outside, Lauren's friends discovered that her face didn't just appear red. It was covered in blood. When they cleaned her face, they discovered tiny scratch marks like fingernail scratches all over her face. Oh. Wow. So, 29-year-old Amanda has a particularly dramatic tale of BM. When she was just 12, Amanda believes that her summoning of the spirit opened a portal that allowed demons and witchcraft into her soul. All these years later, she had become addicted to drugs and postpartum psychosis, was initialized for a month, institutionalized for a month, suffered from... What she suffered from? Oh, okay. Suffer from extreme mental issues constantly. Amanda has even resorted to exorcism without success, firmly believing that her young foolheartedness is responsible for her current problems. Okay. I guess. I mean... I don't even know what to say off of that. I really don't. But we're going to go on. I never want to play that game. Any time I did, I only said to me like three times. What? I know. I never wanted to go on either. Or, or like, I think you got to because I was only told you had to say it five times. So I think not get right up to four. And I would never go over that four. I was saying, honey. Yeah. Mm-mm me either because I'm not with it so I believe that hold on I had another one but I didn't really think the thing I want to understand is what is the real story behind her Bunch of different she was a witch, she was a queen. She was a queen. Yeah. You know the one I said you were? Don't keep putting that in the atmosphere. Come on, man. Yeah, silver bells. Whatever. Oh, Let me see. come on. This story is about my friend Casey. Casey's stepsister, Macy, and I. After what happened in a party going wrong, we were at my house and we're telling ghost stories and reliving our past experiences when Casey decided to try BM in my bedroom. My closet doors are mirrors, so it's like having four full-length mirrors. The lights were already off, so we sat on my bed and looked at the mirrors. We chanted BM three times and nothing happened, so we just laughed it off and turned the lights on. Nothing strange happened until my parents left to go see my aunt and uncle. We were laying on the floor getting ready to go to bed when we heard someone walking up and down the hallway. And we knew we were the only ones home. Then I saw the hall light come on and my bathroom door flew open. And the tap started running full force and the shower came on. Macy went and turned everything off and suddenly it was calm. Then we heard someone drumming their fingers on my door outside the hall. Oh, no. 
We all held our hands up to show we weren't doing it, and it kept going. I jumped up and flung the door open, and it stopped. Then my closet doors burst open. We started praying that it would all stop, and suddenly it did. Nothing has happened since, and I am so glad. Now Casey and I don't look for ghostly encounters as we pray that they don't look for us. Right. Mm. See? You have to think that maybe that'd be kids, guardian angels. What? That'd be giving them a good scare. Like guardian? Like scare them straight, basically. Stop I mean, no, don't do that. Don't do that. You ain't got to do that. You can come to me friendly as my no, guardian they angel. Said, they said that would give you a shot. No. Show you what could happen. I bet you'll never play again. How's that fun? It's not fun. It's not meant to be. It's meant to be a lesson. <laughs> no. Nobody don't like that kind of lesson. Ain't nobody with that. Okay. Am I allowed to say that, you know, I was from a time where people got the when you cut up? What? Because it's the same thing. How? Yeah, did you, you know how many times I wished that perhaps you had sat me down and gently talked to me? Well, okay, when I did something you didn't want me to do. All right. Well, anyway. You feed me that. I would have preferred a haunting. This is a true story. It happened at one of my friend's sleepovers. After my friends and I were done talking about the regular things girls would talk about at sleepovers, we decided to do something scary. I knew that my friend Hannah was trying to be brave as paranormal stuff isn't really her thing. There was me, Tashina, Hannah, Rihanna, Elena, and Autumn doing the BM. We all decided to do it together because we searched up stories about her, and some of them didn't end up good. It was around 12, so at that moment you, you, seen, said, you said to myself, gather, I don't care. It's six against one supernatural entity. <laughs> right. It was around 12 at night, and soon we finally had the guts to do it. We scavenged her house for candles, and we found one in the kitchen. We made our way into the bathroom, closing the door and turning off the lights. We repeated all together, BM, BM, BM. I knew I wasn't saying it that many times. After about two minutes, nothing happened. Then we got bored, so we turned to the door. We heard a voice. My sweeties, you can't leave me. Oh, no. I turned around and saw a woman. White dress and long black hair. She had blood all over her dress. She began walking toward us. You might be like, how can she walk to you? Isn't bathroom small? But Autumn's bathroom was huge. She smiled evilly and began reaching out to Tashina. Tashina screamed and hit her with a toothbrush. I immediately turned the knob and ran out the door. My friends fought one. We never, and I mean never, ever talked about that day ever again. It still haunts me to this day knowing we summoned up a spirit that could have possibly killed us. I don't. People, I you don't, I, I don't like discrediting people when I, and since I wasn't there, them. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not discrediting them. I'm now this person I'm says. I'm saying it did happen. I caused them like I see. Nine times out of ten, I'm I once saw a boy singing on YouTube. I didn't know his life story at all. I looked to you and I said to you. Oh my God. I was found in the back of the car. His mom was a drug addict. Two weeks later, you found out his story. And he was found in the back of the car. His mom was a drug addict. Boom! I was I was only seven at the time. Like, come on. I was only seven at the time. A few friends and I went to a bowling alley. Now our parents belong to a bowling group, so we just chilled at the arcade park. 
One of the other kids told us a story about Bia. My friends and I didn't believe them. So me and two of my friends went to the men's room. All we had was flashlights. We turned off all the lights and chanted BM, BM. My one friend then flashed the flashlight on and quickly off. I looked at the mirror and there was a girl. She looked like she was in her early 20s. She was looking the other way, yet started to turn toward us. My friends and I bought it out there before she could attack us like the legend says. After this experience, I feel like someone always watching me. I haven't tried contacting any other spirits after that. A few months after my friends did this, my dad died. Could she have driven him crazy enough to kill himself? Could this spirit be so full of rage it drives people to shoot themselves? Now, ever since this happened, my moods are different. I'm 15, and some days I just suddenly go and do depression. Some days, says some days I just want to curl up and die. Could this be revenge for summoning up her all those years ago? My friends who did this with me all supposed stop talking to me. I met one who recently, and she seems okay. Could I have been the only one who seen BM? Could she be after me? Is if she is, then why? The man. This may have happened seven or eight years ago, but I still feel the effects. Wow. I don't want to comment on that. That's really sad. That like that like and then you. Like I don't want to say that I didn't happen to his dad because of that, but you really don't know. Because when you summon demons, you don't know the effects that they have on others. You know. They you think that can't like I say I, it's like me summoning a demon in here and it don't do nothing to me. But it has effect on y'all. It do something to y'all. Right. Just to just to torture me. That's torturing me, literally. You know. Yeah. Well, it's been real. I had a good time discussing. We will be back with another ghost story segment of just ranting and raving and everything we just all over the place all over the place and you know why because we don't have no order we don't have no order because i will put it on him i will next time i want to talk about vampires so i guess next episode we're going to talk about vampires that's what he said i'm saying girl <laughs> next time we're going to talk about vampires that's what he said wasn't that what you said not like not like that like that like like they fiction vampires is real I told you already, I believe in everything. Mm. It's not one thing I don't believe in, except for that ghost tapping that girl on her shoulder and saying, where are you going, my pretty? Who's this? Who's she? She's uh, the Wicked Witch of the West. How you? Mm. I will stop you, my pretty. Mm. And your little mirror, too. Stop trying to discredit me. I'm not good. I'm saying flat out it didn't happen. Mm. Yeah, it did. You are sick. <laughs> it did happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. I am a very complex person. One sentence I can say I believe in everything, but in another I won't believe that. What is that? That's a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. That's a hypocrite. Yeah. Then I gladly stand in that position. <laughs> I'm a hypocrite. I'm not. If you tell me it happened, it happened. It didn't happen if I don't think it happened. I can only take you at your word. You'd be so lucky I believe your story of leprechauns. You don't have to. And now I don't. And I'm glad. Good. <laughs> Get out of my room. 
segment's over. What are you doing? Don't do that. Alright, guys. Bye. bye.